Stalker, giant, stalker, dragon, stalker, crypt, stalker, demon, stalker, rift, stalker, grown, stalker, crypt, stalker, scourge, stalker, wind runner. I'm a pony, lead skill hunter. Welcome to episode 270 of the Hunting Party Podcast. I'm Dark Brew from thebrewhall.com and the Brew Hall on Twitter. I'm Delirium from thrillofthewild.com and at Delirium Hunts on Twitter. And I'm Bendak from Eyes of the Beast and Bendak Wow on Twitter. All right. Today is Monday, May 14th, 2018, and we are broadcasting live on twitch.tv. And if you're in the chat room, just shoot us some questions and we'll try and answer them as best we can on today's show. I haven't seen Allie in ages. I don't know what she's been up to, but uh, we'll, we'll find out. But I don't think she's lurking in the chat room today. But uh, hey, we've almost a full house. We've got Synth, we've got Bendak, we've got Delirium here this week. So hey, we've got a show. And we, we've done it, and it's been less than a month since we did the last show, so we, we are making progress here. But to be fair, it's, you know, at the end of the Legion expansion, there's not much to talk about there. And I don't know, Battle for Azeroth's almost out the door, so we'll have plenty of stuff once that goes live. But, 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 but here we are. So how's everyone doing? How are you doing, Delirium? I haven't talked to you in a Oh, I'm doing all right. We uh, officially went on end of the expansion break for a couple months um i think we'll start back up when the pre-patch comes out but so far we are in the lull and uh, just waiting for something to happen now you're in the beta i think you mentioned we were talking about this in the pre-show i think you were one of the last of our group i guess to to finally make it in so you're you're... one of the last of everybody let's be honest here I'm pretty sure it's basically an open beta yet. I'd be curious to hear if there are people who are signed up to get in who haven't, but. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard to say. I don't know how much enthusiasm there's been. I mean, normally in the past around these things, it's, you know, everyone's sort of been, you know, it's like the hottest ticket in town, right? You know, to to get into one of these things. I'm not so sure that's the case anymore. No, it's not. I think people get in there and they realize that it's work, right? And it's 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 not it's not nearly the same. Everything, nothing you do is permanent. Um, there's no add-ons enabled right now. Now there's no character copy, still no character copy yet. So you're just popping in some pre-made character that you could care less about, and you know you gotta set up all your keybinds and using the default UI and all this stuff. So it just doesn't quite feel like it does when you're when you're playing live. Well, actually, add-ons work now. It's just been a lot of them haven't been updated to work yet. Yeah, and is it just me, or does this beta feel a lot more beta than they used to? Well, the the alpha certainly did. I mean, now they've got a lot of the content in, but it's still, I don't know. I think I just don't have the same enthusiasm for playing the beta as I did in, like, even Warlords of Draenor. Yeah, like, Warlords was one of the betas I was very, very excited to be in and and had a a lot of fun playing and, and testing things out. In in that one more so than than, and I, it sort of tapered off a little bit with Legion and now this beta, <laughs> I haven't really been that into to say, but um, I have it here in our notes that Muffinus I think earlier on the eleventh he he tweeted out and he said that the battle for Azeroth content creation is coming to an end soon, many awesome new things will show up in the next build, and they said this has been a super fun ride and I'm incredibly excited to see what you think of everything we've created. So I don't know if that 
build is out yet, but it sounds like, you know, we're about to get a, a build here soon that might have a lot of content that um, just isn't out there right now. Yeah, I'm not sure what content he's referring to. Maybe it's just like a big collection of little things that coming in, because I think all like the main features are in there already. Yeah, maybe just cleaning stuff up. I know internally there are always several builds ahead of what's what's out there uh, on the servers. So you know, even some of the stuff that we're testing now is and bugs that we're reporting are probably been taken care of. But maybe they'll do a pet pass because uh, I think you you were talking about this before that the uh, a lot of the pets still aren't tameable yet, and we don't really know what's what what all the new ones are going to be quite yet. Yeah, maybe the, I think that'll be coming in this build that he's talking about because he also teased another a new pet type, um, which is well, it's basically unicorns. Right, that's what everyone's speculating. He said, "Finally, finaling week, secret leak. Okay, tameable horse two S. And there's some way you're supposed to pronounce that. This is I'm showing my age here, but not quite understanding. Horses. It was supposed to say no. horses. Just to say horses. No, I was just curious. I mean, no, it's not. It's horse two S is like the name of like a. It's like an internal name of like the model of the beast. Ah, fancy. And then Wowhead looks at that name and it's like, oh, it's unicorns." Which is fine, I guess. I think, you know, and there, some of those were introduced in, in Legion. You see those things running around. I mean, I, I looked at those and said, oh, I wish I could tame them. <clears throat> so I guess that'll be kind of good. I mean, they did mention, I think, that there was going to be a new pet family. So I guess that might be it then. That might be the pet family that they're, they're, they're introducing. Yeah, he also teased some more because someone replied to him and said, so we have all these new dinosaurs on Xandalar and we're getting more horses. And he's like, I didn't say only horse 2S. So... I don't know. I'm still holding out hope for the big brontosaurus. Yeah, the brontosaurus would be cool, and the, and the, the pterodax as well. I you know I'd love one of those. <clears throat> It'd be kind of fun. But no mention of anything on you know the the the, the stable slots at all. I guess I'm I don't know. I'm sort of giving up hope at this point. I'm just gonna have to feel like that there settling on 50 as a perfectly adequate number despite adding you know at least 50 new pets in the last two expansions it feels like just gotta roll more hunters that doesn't really help right i mean yes i could you know do different pets on different hunters i get that but i don't know i kind of like to get them all on my main hunter as many as i can yeah now with all the way the buffs are changing for pets not buffs but abilities it's you kind of have to reevaluate your stable again to make sure you have like what you need. Like, okay, so you need like a raiding pet, which is like tenacity, and it also has a uh, tranquilizing slash dispel on it. And then you need certain pet for soloing and all that stuff, and that you might not have that right now. Yeah, and I haven't done that yet. I guess I'll wait once they do that. <clears throat> maybe the pet pass, but that is something I'll probably do before the pre-patch then just take a look. Although you would think with 50 pets, I'd be good, but maybe not. Well, what all have you been soloing with, Vindek? Uh, On the beta? Yeah, just uh, four pets. Just mostly just the, uh, 
the cat and the turtle they give you with the default hunter oh. but uh because huh. you can't there's nothing you can really tame anything yet but uh it's interesting like you think the tenacity would be the best soloing for like leveling and stuff like that but actually ferocity is really good because of the leech you get especially with the aspect of the beast talent so your pet gets 15 percent leech kind of just keeps itself alive And that's partially because pets right now, they're doing crazy auto attack damage, like just nuts. And that might actually be intentional. Now, is that across the board for <clears throat> Survival Hunter 2 or? Yeah, it's just the pets are doing lots of damage. Um, like, for example, Marksmanship, uh, Lone Wolf gives you 10% when you put your pet away. But using a pet is more single target damage right now. Which is so, fairly fun. I kind of like that. Uh, I, I mean, I, I'm sure they're going to fix it to where it will be more damage to use Lone Wolf, but it would be fun if they were at least comparable and you could have a choice. Yeah, I think they, they should be comparable because it's already for multi-target. Obviously, Lone Wolf is going to be better because it's not like your marksmanship pet can Beast Cleave or anything. But uh, that, so Warcraft devs tweeted today, and they said basically that like it's not just for pet attacks, but auto attacks for all classes are much higher than they used to be, like relative to your other damage. And apparently that's intentional, but they didn't say why they're doing that. Yeah, and I can only assume maybe they're just uh, I don't know balancing it out relative to your other abilities. Or I mean, it just seems an obvious thing to say but you know i wonder if they're looking at that now maybe as another way of just tuning the the overall damage by by certain classes i don't know i wonder if it's no go ahead i just i think they're just trying to make the default like the lowest damage you can do be higher so the floor is higher um for you know so the worst players you know even if you know everybody has bad stories about going into lfr or something uh, the worst players will be doing more damage now. Yeah, that's what I was going to say too, because I think right now, like, auto shot for me, like, on a single target fight, does like 2 or 3% at the most damage. <laughs> so it's kind of insignificant. So I, I don't know. I guess it won't change that much by giving it a higher percentage of your total damage. But the pet thing is. Uh, I don't know how, if they're going to keep it when it's this high. Yeah, and I mean, I know with Beast Mastery, you know, your pets are supposed to do fairly high damage, but maybe this is <laughs> putting them in that little nerf zone. But, I mean, since the last show, I mean, and I guess there have been some additional beta builds, but it doesn't look like a lot has changed for Hunters and... Um, I think since we did our last show, and once the, once the beta ramped up, they actually did a did a blue post where people were asking, you know, the sort of the state of the various classes was. And, and what they said was that they were close to finished with the changes to rotations and the look and feel for most specs. And they said they still got changes coming soon in the beta to Unholy Death Knights, Frost Death Knights, and Protection Warriors. And I think Death Knights just saw a whole bunch of changes go in um, a few days ago, as a matter of fact. 
And then they said, we use the alpha timeframe to make some surgical changes to several other specs. And we're somewhat finished with that stage of development for this expansion. So, <clears throat> I mean, it sounds like they're mostly done at this point. And this just might be how hunters are going to look and yeah, feel and yeah. play going into battle for Azeroth now. Well, look at it this way. The pre-patch is going to be out in about six weeks and final classes will be on there. I mean, obviously there'll be like tuning and stuff, but I think they're pretty much done. Maybe they'll tweak a few talents here or there, but what you see is what you get. And one of those changes we, we talked a little bit about last week was the barbed shot for Beast Mastery Hunters. And is that still feel like a work in progress to you you said it was, it was kind of acting a little bit wonky on the beta right now oh yeah i think it's just it's like a for people who don't know it's it's like the new focus generator um it, it replaces dire frenzy but it does the same thing as dire frenzy so it's mostly just a visual change um you you like put a bleed on the target instead of your pet your pet doing attacks on the target when you use it Although right now it's just in a weird state. It's like they ported it over from Dire Frenzy and forgot to remove some of the Dire Frenzy stuff. And it's just, you know, it basically it does like four or five things right now. And it just feels weird. So it's like they did a copy and paste <laughs> when creating it, added a few new things and maybe not finished yet. <clears throat> it's a sort of a neat idea, right? You know, you fire a shot, it, it causes the the your target to bleed and that sort of gets your pet all riled up and, and frenzied i kind of like that sort of thematically anyway yeah and the whole gameplay of keeping those attack speed stacks up on your pet if they keep the auto attack damages as high that's actually going to be a huge differentiator in your performance if you can keep those stacks up which actually is kind of a good thing i don't know i think it'll it would make beast mastery a little more rewarding to play well, you know? And what have you been focusing mostly on Delirium when you've tried the beta? Are you looking at any any one spec in particular stand out to you? You know, I've mostly been playing survival uh, just because, you know, it's weird. But this is the first beta that I have not spent every minute of my time over in Shatrath. So I haven't actually been to Shatrath yet. I don't even know if it's set up anymore. Um, so yeah, I've just been kind of dinking around. I haven't done any major theory crafting or reverse engineering yet. I don't know if I will. We'll see. Well, and it sounds like it might be a little soon to do that anyway, and that, that there's a lot of time left, as we've been saying. But, uh, I mean, anything you do to try and calculate damage-wise, I imagine just going to be, it's going to go out the window, right? Is They're just going to change it at some right, point. But it's also just much simpler now. They uh, took away a lot of the complexity, so... There's not much of a rush needed to, you know, figure out how things are working. They've pretty well told us how everything's working. So, yeah, it doesn't like everything sort of scale the same way now. Like even even pet attacks are like off your weapon damage or something like that. Yep. So it's a lot simpler. And that's always yeah been my kind of bread and butter. So now I'm just kind of you know playing around, seeing what there is to see. So do you think survival is something that you would just play regularly, assuming like the damage was really good, you know, going forward, or you're just playing it to play it? Um, like, are you a convert at this point? 
No, I still hate raiding as melee. I mean, it's just not that fun to raid as melee. I don't know how people do it. And I love standing in the back and letting other people get hit with stuff. So I'm sure I will continue to do that. Um, but when playing out in the world, like even now, I'm playing primarily survival because I'm not raiding for the next few weeks. Um, so I imagine I'll do the same thing. It hasn't looked like there's any changes that will uh, affect how I'm, you know, what specs I'm playing. It's either going to be, I mean, unless survival is just doing insane damage, then sure, I'll happy to play it. But otherwise, it'll just be whichever's doing more marks or VM. What do you think of the marksmanship, the changes? Um, I haven't played with it too much since the beta came out. Um, mostly just what they had uh, oh, a month or so ago. So uh, I'm not really up to date on it. Marksmanship, yeah, it hasn't really changed since they started the alpha too much, but I don't know. It's it's kind of weird. Like it's it feels like slow, but you're still not. There's no downtime, but it just feels slow at the same time. I don't know. I I don't mind it. Like I don't necessarily need button mashing all the time. Yeah, I don't mind the steady shot or any of that stuff, um, or the casting for regen, whatever. It all works out fine for me as long as I'm doing something. I don't care whether it's casting or you know hitting something every GCD. Um, yeah. I do think it feels more like a version of marksmanship that I remember and like. Um, although I can't think of what expansion it actually feels like right now. Maybe not any. Well, of I was going to ask you that. Which one? Which one was your favorite iteration of it? Oh, definitely MOP. Especially in the late. Uh, late period, although it, it was kind of at the bottom of the three specs the entire expansion, uh, but it was still fun, especially in PvP toward the end of MUP. Yeah, I'm struggling to remember what it was like in MUP because I think I played so much Beast Mastering Survival then. Yeah, it was just a, I mean, they were all three very similar. Um, it Marksmanship had a nine second signature ability instead of a six second like BM or a six second with procs like a, like marksmanship or a survival head. So, um, and it had more casting, but it was, I don't know. It was a solid rotation. Like it was actually a rotation. Um, yeah, I just liked it. It was mostly single target damage and not great AOE, but that was fun in battlegrounds and such. Well, I see joining us here in the chat is Miss Foxy. How are you, Foxy? Hi, guys. Whoa. Long time in the chat. It has been a while. How are you doing? I'm okay. Had some uh, bumps in the road, but recovering nicely. Well, that's always good to hear. Now, are you doing the the? We haven't really talked about BlizzCon yet uh, this episode, but are, are you doing the BlizzCon thing again? I definitely am. I'm trying a different angle. I'm uh, writing out some things uh, for the last week or so, so I'm trying to see if, what I want to do as far as an activity goes. Cool. You got tickets? I did. Did you guys get tickets? 
I did not. Big flung no. on the tickets. Are you guys wanting to go? I may have an extra or two. Oh, fancy. I can talk to you after the show. Awesome. Yeah, I, I may have picked, I picked up some extras for people, but I have someone that hasn't confirmed yet, so I don't think they are going, but I said that I may have one for sure. Yeah, we had at least a dozen people from my guild online trying to get them and ended up with only one person getting through the line. So they got the max of four tickets, but nowhere near enough to get everybody in. I got lucky both times. And we already re reserved our house, so we can't go back on it. We're just going to find <laughs> oh boy. somehow. Can you, you, or you just can't. spend the time hanging out in the uh, Hilton, which is really just as fun. I was yeah, going to say, no, you could right? always just go, right? And you just buy the live ticket, and then you, do, you so you can't go into the actual convention center, but you can certainly watch all the presentations and go to the bar and go to the parties and, and do all the stuff that's, you know, not officially associated with BlizzCon, which is the majority of the stuff that you do in some ways. Yeah. yeah and, uh, I'm not you can share to like, too. Yeah, I'm not trying to profit or anything, just face value and whatever fees PayPal charges you. So I'm not trying to scalp you guys. <laughs> Sounds good. Dark Brew, are you uh, going to make it back this year? No, I, I, I'm, I'm expected to be somewhere else, so although it's not not confirmed yet. So, But maybe I'll, take, I'll, I'll keep an eye on that, and even that's something to consider. So if my other plans fall through, then maybe just heading out to California if I can swing it, regardless of a ticket or not. As I just said, it would probably work just fine. But at the moment, no, I'll be a no-show again this year, unfortunately. Did too many more of those, and we're just gonna have to, you know, take you off the roster. I know that's what I said. I was saying, I was telling Simpkins, like, I, you know, I'm hoping to shoot for 2019 at least. You know, it's this is two in a row where I haven't been, and I've been to two more, and they're fun, right? You know, it's a good time for sure. Foxy, have you talked to Roger? Do you know if he's uh showing up this year? He did say he was going. Um, when I talked to him on the stream one day, so we can expect to see him there for sure. Sounds good party Ben Dak I assume you're still out yeah I'm probably out out or yes or you're going out out oh man I'm breaking my heart Ben Dak I know it's such a big commitment though especially I know. coming from Canada yeah I get that Well, you'll have to let us know what you get with as the whatever you planning for a hunter meetup shapes up, and we'll certainly let, make sure people who listen to this show are aware of all the cool things happening again as, as they as they Absolutely. ramp up. Especially those t-shirts; those those are fun. I know, man. The like the design last year was so good that I'm just. I don't know, I might give Zoe a break <laughs> and just use the same design because it was so good. There you go. <laughs> I really liked it. I don't know how you guys felt about it, but I really did like it. Now, have you been uh, playing in the beta at all, Foxy? I created a character and I started to play, but then I didn't go much further than that so i'm i'm kind of uh teetering between 
uh, not spoiling myself with what's available. And then on the other hand, I kind of really want to be prepared because I want to raid a little more serious next expansion. So it's kind of tough. Yeah, I'm really hoping uh, Vendak will put out some good guides and tell me how to be prepared because I have been slacking. I know, and I'm like, I'm like really relying on like him and Azer to, you know, make sure the guys are nice and beefy and, you know, the information we get from Roger. I don't know, tough call. Well, the, the Beastmaster guide should be pretty easy. I can just copy and paste most of it. Yeah. From the Legion guide. Yeah, I mean, it's just some things like, it doesn't seem like things have changed that drastically, right? I mean, obviously, I, probably the big thing is the loss of the uh, the weapon and moving away from that this time around. I don't know about you guys, but I'm freaking looking forward to that. I, I love the, the whole adrenaline rush of, like, getting your best-in-slot weapon from a raid that you've been bashing your head against. I don't know, the level playing field was cool, but I'm kind of over that right now. <laughs> yeah, I think it'd be nice just to get a straight weapon, you know, as a drop versus, you know, getting it. I mean, you know, getting something, you know, for the this was kind of a neat, it was kind of an experiment. It was kind of a, a neat change of pace, but I'm, I'm over it. <laughs> I'm done yeah. with it. Uh, yeah, so I'm done with Relic like Crucible crap. Oh yeah, the the crucible, the 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 fact that you could get something really good and but then or what you thought was really good for that first, um, you know, first affix, and then you put it in the uh, near the light crucible, and it tells you the third level talents are all crap. But uh, Foxy, uh, I don't think we got to ask you what 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 do you think or do you have any opinions on the um on the changes to um personal loot to versus master loot uh coming up in BFA. Um... Well, I'm kind of biased because uh, the the hardcore raider in me says, screw that. I would, I'd rather try to balance the raid so we get a good comp and everybody gets the, the right pieces. But then the casual me is like, awesome. I, I can just... <laughs> like, it's... Uh, I don't know, man. I think that decision is... Or that... Um, choices split between people just for an officer say for example if you guys are officers and you're a loot council you're like awesome i don't have to deal with it but then you can also create more rules around it if you're raiding with a guild you can still make rules around it hey, if you get something you should pass it off if you don't need it etc but i don't know how guilds are going to work that out yeah that seems kind of like a nightmare to manage it's like you get a personal loot drop and your guild's like, oh, you can't have that. You have to give it to someone. I don't think that would be. <laughs> yeah. Unless they are 100% loyal to each other, that will work beautifully. However, if it's not, then I don't know. We're going to have a lot of casual, hardcore raiders. <laughs> we do that with the uh, BOE drops. Um and just a BOE, that's fair. Like, I can get that. My guild uses BOEs to fund the guild bank and yeah, flasks and all that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a different that's a different ball game, but like telling telling somebody, hey, I know Blizzard said that you need this piece of loot, but however, you don't, so give it to somebody else. 
Um, yeah, I, guess, I think my main thing is I just don't know why they have to take away the options pass to loot. Like, like people already overwhelmingly use person loot anyway, so what, why would you stop the? And the reason they want to is to get rid of uh, split runs. Yeah, it's got to be a better way to do that. They've been trying for years and haven't come up with a way to get rid of them. So, and and why why make a decision like that based on something that what the top like fifty guilds in the whole world do? Yeah, man. I don't think. I mean, let people play the game how they want to play the game. I don't know if you should put so many restrictions around everything. Yeah, and I mean, you know, loot has been a part of the game since day one, right? I mean, you know, we're going on. <clears throat> what, 14 years here that they've had, you know, loot systems in place. It's not like they just introduced loot for raids, you know, last expansion, and now they're trying to improve upon it. <laughs> it's been like this for a long time. And, you know, the world hasn't exploded. Yeah, I think it's it's going to be interesting to see how guilds handle that. But, I mean, I don't know. I think it should just be up to that player. But if they are trying to progress, then I guess then that's when you got to put the controls around it, even if it's personal loot. Yeah. Well, that, that, and that's the question, right? Like um, some people were uh, concerned that during progression, if they don't come along for the progression runs um, that, and then they just come for the farm runs, uh, like the first farm run, you know, they're, they're, uh, they get all the weapons they need or they get all the items they need um, and there's no nothing to keep them from uh, sharing with the rest of the group. Yeah, I think, I don't know. I guess it depends on the guild. Like, a lot of guilds, people are, you know, in it for the guild and the, the kill, but some there's still, like, a lot of players who are loot-driven. And those yeah. players, they, like, say so you have a progression night coming up where it's obvious you're just going to wipe for three or four hours. Those people might mm -hmm. be conveniently sick or something, and then they'll show up on farm night and they'll still get loot even though they, they aren't showing up for progression, you know? Yeah. Yeah, which I am definitely not cool with that. That that is just that sucks, <laughs> for lack of a better term. And then with the personal loot, right? I mean, you can trade it, right? As long as it's not an eye level upgrade, is that that's correct? Yeah. Still in effect, yeah. I kind of wish that if they're forcing a personal loot, they would lift those restrictions a little bit, maybe like ten eye levels or something, because sometimes it's just not an upgrade anyway. But I think with ten eye levels, you would there'd be more more opportunities to trade the loot around in a guild. Yeah. Although I will say, I still remember that one time back in, uh, <clears throat> what was it? Uh, Wrath of the Lich King, where I, you know, I desperately needed a weapon and rolled a 98 and then lost to a 100. So, oh. <laughs> so I, right. you know, that, that's a long time ago. And I still remember it very vividly. <laughs> the excitement of seeing the weapon drop, the excitement of rolling a 98 and then, watching it all just fade away horribly. that burn that oh my gosh that's another thing that you lose from this it's like you kill the big new boss for the first time when what the first thing you do you run up and look what's on the corpse and now you got to go look at your chat frame and see what dropped yeah that's true well, i'm sure that there'll be add-ons to help coordinate that yeah i've never run with personal loot it, will it work like uh, in LFR? Doesn't it? It like scrolls down, like everybody who won something shows up in the middle of your screen, doesn't it? Uh, it yeah, shows it up in my screen of whatever everybody gets, unless 
I think so. Yeah, I think I it's think... just maybe once or twice I've seen it not do that, but I think in general mine does that on by default. Or maybe it's some setting that I have set up that I don't know about that shows me. Yeah, I, I haven't seen it in a while, so I might have an add-on that's suppressing that. I'm not sure. Do any of y'all run with personal loot right now? Yeah, but well, I puzzle a lot recently because I haven't been progression rating, so get quite no, a bit of loot though that way. Yeah, we don't use uh, personal just for like for alt night we do, but actually even alt night we usually don't at least for tier bosses, because sometimes it's so easy to for someone to get duplicate tier pieces and stuff like that. Whereas if you can distribute the token, there's a better chance someone who needs it gets it. The only thing that sucks is like getting an upgrade for a piece of tier that you already have, and then your your GM or your officer loot council is like, hey, since you already have that, can you give it to XYZ? I don't know. Well, if you've never owned a piece of loot that high, then you can't even trade it though, right? Right, but I mean, it could come in, an upgrade can come in the form of like a socket or something, you know? Yeah, I understand what you're yeah. saying. You, you know, that's the problem with the, like the tier token drops. Yes, you've got the tier piece. Maybe you even have some tight forward, but there's still, there's always an upgrade around, the potential upgrade around the corner there with one of those. You never know, you know, but they won't let you roll the dice. <clears throat> I guess the good news is the tier pieces are going away, right? So. Well, that's true. That's true. Oh yeah! Oh, I forgot. <laughs> yeah, oh, don't hell. forget the Azurite pieces. not issue then. Yeah, but the Azurite pieces are going to be the new tier pieces, right? Yeah. I'm kind of curious how it's going to affect our guild. We have a few people who are. I mean, I think they're being nice but they just hardly ever roll on anything unless it's a perfect like stat distribution for them. Like they, you know, only say they want their uh, best in slots pieces basically. And so it's going to be a, I don't know, weird to see if like it changes the guild output. If those people are getting stuff that are like minor upgrades a lot more often, or maybe it'll, ruin our output because some of those people are really good so if they're not able to get their best in slot ever then uh we're gonna suffer and they'll be unlucky like me and never get any good loot to the end of the tier yeah i think that's uh mostly what i'm worried about is i'm just always unlucky yeah trying to get your weapon just from personal loot only that might get that could be pretty frustrating Random pug gets a Titan Forge weapon. You get nothing. Oh my! Oh, I would lose it. And uh, TOT, I believe this was. Uh, wait, yeah, Throne of Thunder. Was that the first time they introduced flex rating? Mm, I think so. They yeah. called it flex normal and heroic. Oh, that was siege. They did. Yeah, it was siege. It was the final oh, rate okay. that they they introduced that. <clears throat> Anyways, it was at least halfway through heroic before I even got a normal weapon. Uh, and it was just miserable. I thought I was going to be kicked from the guild just because I couldn't get a weapon. That's hard, though. Like, trying to keep up with everybody and you just have the worst luck with loot. 
Yeah, especially if like our weapons drop on like a later boss or something like that. I always, I always like it when it's like the first couple of bosses <laughs> that have these things. Well, at least now you can grind Mythic Pluses for extra chances at that weapon you can't get. Yeah, well, that's true. And I mean, I don't think they're doing away with the bonus rolls, right? I think that'll continue into Battle for Azeroth. So that's just another source of, of gear as well. Yeah, I'm not sure I understand what the point of the bonus rolls is with uh, everybody doing personal loot anyway. Getting two pieces of loot from the same box. I don't think that's ever happened. For me, yeah. just, to me, it hasn't. I should say. Just so is the other guy, right? Especially remember those the the world bosses that used to drop like the couple of pieces of tier, and you'd see someone get like their two piece tier set, like <laughs> one kill. Day one of the patch. Yeah, I've seen that. Piss me off. <laughs> but yeah, we're we're gonna be looking for our um our Azrite pieces on particular bosses. So uh, definitely saving up our rolls for those right yep yeah i would think so have they released like all the loot tables yet or finalized all that i haven't really looked or tried to study any of the raid bosses or even dungeons and stuff to see what's out there i know they did some raid testing earlier last week i think but i don't i haven't seen any loot tables you can look at the boss loot in the dungeon journal but uh, it's not finished yet. Yeah, are the um are the Azrite pieces all finished yet? I I haven't checked those no. in a while. I didn't think so. This feels a lot more beta, <laughs> for sure. I I think artifact weapons were definitely done by now, right? Uh, when uh, when Legion was in beta. Yeah, but they don't really need to finish all the Azrite stuff until the raid comes out. That's another half patch or whatever. Well, the, the, there's Azrite you can get from questing and dungeons and all that too. But, uh, right, but all of the dungeon but, and questing stuff is kind of boring. Well, hopefully some of the dungeon, like. hopefully some of the dungeon stuff is good with Mythic Plus and everything. But, but yeah, I, I agree. The raiding ones will be the have all those cool bonuses probably, and plus the raid usually comes out a couple weeks after the launch of the expansion anyway. So that might be one of the last things they do. Have you guys been like uh, raiding this all this time, or what have you been doing? Yeah, I've been raiding. Because... But as for playing the game, it's, that's all I pretty much do now. I just log into raid and do like my 15, and there's not much else to do, really. Yeah, we were kind of talking about that before. Um, definitely on break. Yeah, same here. Yeah. I've been most most of a hiatus as well, <clears throat> just kind of waiting for like character copies and things to get fleshed out in the beta. Just just you know, be a little bit more enjoyable that way to give that a try as we get closer. And then once the pre patch hits, I guess it'll be all back on again. <laughs> My... I open. I was I was going to say I was kind of open when the pre patch comes out and they do that new stats quiz again that kind of makes the Antorus a little easier, <laughs> so we can finish off Mythic. So I think when they did the stats squish before Warlords, uh, I think there was a similar effect on the raid then. Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, Got a lot easier. Yeah, but I guess during the pre-patch or when the pre-patch comes out, a lot of the uh, achievements go away. 
so right. you'll want to be aware of that. I guess that's a good PSA. The Mage Tower challenges for sure, uh, I think, are becoming unattainable uh, with the pre-patch, which, you know, isn't that far away. If if the No, it's not. And I don't know how often the Mage Tower, you know, pops up. Yeah, I don't know. Is it like every five days or so? I don't know, but if you if you say it's once a week, then you've got maybe five or six more mage towers left to do it. Wait, so have they announced when the pre-patch is going to be, or are you just assuming one month? I'm just assu- I'm, ass- I'm assuming it's going to be six weeks from now, roughly, because yeah. the the game's three months out. So yeah, the game's coming out August 14th, and uh, if you even say six weeks before that, um, that's uh, July 10th, and nope. With- Try again. August 14th? Yeah, August 14th is the, date, the release date. Then July 14th would be four weeks. Yeah, I said six weeks. July 10th would be... S- Wait, what? <laughs> One, two, three, four, <laughs> five. Oh, five. Okay, July 3rd. I'm Math sorry. Math is so hard. Math? Yeah, I July, July 3rd. Okay, maybe I'm they wouldn't do that. That's also, you know, right around a holiday weekend or holiday time. So maybe they wouldn't do it on that Tuesday, but... Who knows, right? <clears throat> Who knows? Yeah, maybe maybe the twenty sixth then one back one more week, seven weeks. But either way, it's not it's not that far away. And it we'll probably know more. I mean, it hasn't hit the PTR, so it's it should be it's gotta go up there first. So that ought to be happening very soon, I would think. <clears throat> In fact, that would be I you know, maybe it could happen this week, but maybe next maybe the following week. Yeah, I'd assume within the next two weeks there'll be a PTR for that. So if you haven't got a in the beta, at least you can get on there to try the class changes out. Oh, that's scary. <laughs> Not much of a hiatus really for this uh uh end of the expansion. No, I mean I like these these summer releases that they've been able to do. I mean I remember it used to be <clears throat> November and almost December. I mean, you know, it's much longer wait for them to launch their expansions. And which means by the time BlizzCon comes along, we'll be, you know, a good bit of the way into this expansion. So they should have, while well, they won't have a new expansion to announce, when wouldn't think probably have a lot to, to reveal for no, whatever they got planned for the rest of the year. Here at the next tier, right tier two. I mean, I do remember that from the the off year for for Legion. They actually had a, a lot of good information. They were prepared to talk about what was coming down the pike all the way up to uh, Argus. They had yeah, I remember any... that. They told us that really early that we're going to Argus. Yeah, they did. I mean, it wasn't. They didn't have a lot of detail there, but they they were comfortable stating it. Yeah, I think uh, Argus was a lot more content than than I uh, was expecting in terms of, uh, you know, a a mid expansion patch. You know, in the past we got what like Firelands, we got um, a couple of other like areas that you had to unlock through dailies and stuff like that. Um, timeless Isles. Time. Oh, geez, Timeless Isles. But I mean, that wasn't all that much content compared to Argus. I mean, Argus had what three. Uh, three zones worth of sto- storylines. Yeah, three small zones. It's still a pain on an alt. <laughs> but I was 
Argus is the only uh, content I've done on my alts. I still need to uh, do some of the whatever the one was before Argus, so I can unlock that uh, extra follower in the end of the tree, but or artifact knowledge tree. <laughs> Are you talking about the um, the Suramar stuff, the Suramar quest lines? Uh, no, the one after that. Oh, like the Broken Shore? Oh, yes, that's mm. the one. <laughs> But Argus seemed, I mean, it's also as such, when you're first level in alt, the rewards in Argus are so awesome that it's uh, easy to do, I thought. Yeah, so this expansion had a really high um, gear uh, spread, if you will. Uh, we went from around, what, 650, 7, or no, 750 was our artifact weapon, right, uh, when it first started out. And we went from 750 um, all the way to 1,000. So uh, do you think that's going to happen again next expansion? Like, is that why we, I mean, that's obviously why we had the stat squish, right? Um, mm -hmm. Do you, do you yeah. think that felt good? Um, no, I, I like getting more powerful, but yeah, I think it'll happen again. Um, I feel like they went overboard because they made secondary stats scale linearly so they even more overcompensated with making the uh, primary stats over scale and it got a little ridiculous well and the titan forging really muck things up too yeah man i wish they would get rid of titan forging at least they're making it so that weapons can't can only warforge Huh, I didn't hear that. That's good. Yeah, and the Yeah, I saw I I was in a normal in Taurus yesterday, saw a pug that was probably item level nine hundred get a nine seventy five item. I was just like <sighs> But do y'all have your do y'all have your weapons up over one thousand yet? My nope. my BM one's exactly one thousand. I'm just nice. I'm gonna keep it there too. Yeah, there's no reason to increase at this point. So, yeah. So, um, yeah, they got rid of uh, Titan forging or any forging on your uh, on the Azrite pieces, right? So the shoulders, head, and uh, chest, right? Yeah, and that includes the uh, sockets. I think it does. Oh, I'm not sure about sockets, but I'm sure it does. Yeah, and plus, if so, like if the the actual traits themselves level up to between difficulties. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you, you if you get the weapon or or whatever, if you get the um the uh, the tier piece, the tier pieces, the Azrite pieces, um, that is the only RNG that's going to happen. There's not an additional layer of RNG on top of it, where you get like a you know, an 880 Arcano Crystal or something like that, and you just go, okay, I'm never going to replace this piece. Did you get Amethyst on the deck? No. No one in my guild has gotten it. Am I neither? I've never seen it drop. My friend of mine has one on his DK and one on his Hunter. That's absurd. I know. Well, the funny thing is, like, it's not, I don't even think it's an upgrade for me over the Golgoneth one. SBM, really? Huh. Mm -hmm. 
Maybe for AoE, but that's it. Actually, not even for I, AoE because the proc is so good. It's probably an upgrade for the guild, though, right? Or for your raid team? Um, possibly, yeah. Since everybody's got tons of the uh, DPS procs, but not a lot of the tanker either. Yeah, and it was it was close to. I mean, if I got it, of course I'd wear it. But it's not going to drop, so I'm not really even thinking about that. Well, since you brought that up, we actually had a, a listener Q&A question about Golgoneths. Did you want to actually do a once in a blue moon thing? And uh... Yeah, the annual question. <laughs> the question of the year. Yeah, this was from Kel Duell on Twitter. He's been playing for a long time. He, I, he used to blog. I don't know that he's <clears throat> blogs much anymore. But he asked us, he said, hey, at Hunting Party Pod, no reason to keep Pantheon's blessings after my Golgoneths vitality is level 100, right? Oh, there is a reason. Just not a good reason. And that reason is? You know, if you have too many bag slots, you can use one of them on Pantheon's Blessings. That's all I could come up with. Yeah, I got a couple of those in my bags or in my bank. I'm like, what do I do with this? Yeah, I'm, I don't know what to do with them either. I'm just... I'm holding on to him because I don't know why, but <laughs> you never know when Blizzard's going to screw you over. Every time I get a new one, I, I try to apply it to my trick it anyway, and the cast. Yeah, me like, too. Damn it! It's trust issues. That's why we have trust issues with Blizzard. There's all these little things in the past where it's like, where something happens and like you regret not doing it or saving it or something. I'll delete it when uh, I hit 120, I guess. Then again, maybe it's a souvenir. Maybe I'll keep it. Just keep one of them. I'll put it next to uh, Roger Brown's whatever ring and the uh, my Zahara's helm. I'll put it next to my four monk legendary tokens. Uh, I've got like three or four priest tokens now, and I can't for the life of me ever imagine playing a priest i figured whatever i got for tokens i would just roll one of those just for funsies but not a priest you guys did you guys watch the mythic dungeon invitational i did not i just i did see a lot of the things that were going on with it though a lot of the the drama Oh yeah, it was. It was, was I don't know. Were there issues with it, or? Oh, the drama was just there was like some bugs in dungeons, and then when that happens, Blizzard uh, remakes the match, and the team that didn't have the bug, maybe they're having a really great run or something, and they have to oh, yeah, run, yeah, and they don't do as well the second time, and blah blah. But I, the event itself, I thought it was it was pretty fun to watch, like. I mean, it's it's a lot of content too. Like, if you ever want to watch it, like, it'll take you like a long time to get through it because there's there was uh, four weekends, and each weekend is about like the vods are like in total between the two days, it's like upwards of twenty hours. Yeah, the, it, it's four different regions, right? And each region has a a bracket of eight teams going through. Was that the recent 
uh, run through, right? Right. Yeah. So that's a lot of matches to do. And, uh, you know, you, you do these mythic pluses, you you know how long he's taken <laughs> at, what is it? 24. Um, were they at 24? They were doing 22s, 23s and 24s. Yeah. So, uh, you know, at 24, uh, you're, you're just at the edge of those timers anyway. Uh, no one's beating the timer by, you know, by plus three. So, um, uh, each one yeah. of those runs takes quite a bit of time, but I do have to say it's very watchable. I mean, they, they've done a really good job at um, improving the overlays so that you can see uh, the the this you know the um, lust timer and um, and the number of you know deaths, number of uh, reses left. Uh, so they they added that uh, thing where you're you only have one battle res at the beginning of the dungeon and then you get one every what is it five minutes something like that um yeah something like that with a maximum of five for a, a particular uh mythic plus so um yeah that's it's always fun to watch to see if they actually take the battle reses or if they decide not to use it and then watch them try to down a tyrannical boss in in like five minutes or something like that um but yeah there's uh a lot of cool uh cool things they've done to the the overlays and also um i think twitch has the new overlay where you can see the the uh the actual loadout for every single character on the uh who's doing the run so you can see if they're using you know the uh shard of the exodar for the mages or um you know what 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 legendaries they're using that was a really neat feature they yeah, have. it was. You, you can see that if you if you watch it live, um, mm -hmm. you can basically inspect all the players in pretty much real time. It's really neat because when they do like different pulls, they obviously change their loot. So if you inspect them again, you can see what they're wearing for each pull. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, I was just <laughs> I forgot that they that this is such a high level that they really have to change everything every single pull. Um, but that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, there was a few hunters in there, uh, mostly marksmanship. But uh, on a couple of occasions, there was actually a BM hunter. <laughs> <laughs> Can you... I think it was for uh, like Upper Karazhan because you know there's not much trash, and I guess they needed someone to kill orbs, and that's why he went BM. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, <laughs> what what legendaries were the uh, were the choices? Did you pay attention to those? Um, if for well, the marks for chip guys, it was the standard stuff like Old boots stores, and uh, yeah. boots and belts, you know, and pride as and the ring. Just it just depends what they're doing because they constantly change their gear. So, do you think um those particular legendary effects are going to get built into the class somehow, or maybe like show up again as uh? as um trinkets or something in in bfa um i i wouldn't be surprised to see a few of them show up as as right traits i think there's already a couple like there's like a pride as as right trait i think so yeah a much weaker version of that is that right yeah yeah but the we haven't really seen any of the traits for like the raid gear, so who knows? Like they could be really good. Like the way they were talking in the last Q and A, they were saying like, like each of these traits, and there's what like three traits on each piece. 
and then your eye level upgrade or something. Mm-hmm. But anyway, they're saying like each trait is kind of like a two piece bonus in terms of power. So you have like three two piece bonuses on each piece of gear, and you have three pieces of gear, so it's a lot of little bonuses. Oh wow! So basically, like like a legendary level of um. So you're it, you know you remember when we went from one legendary to two um, like that sort of jump. Or or is that not the right relativeness? I, I honestly don't know. I just have to wait and see like how these mm-hmm. actually are. You know. That's true. Yeah, it's a lot of stuff that isn't out yet, even though the beta is uh, <laughs> what is it, twelve weeks from release? Yep. I don't even think they have the UI done for the Azure yet. No, it's still that UI not final screen. No, but it's all getting closer. Yeah. <laughs> what do you guys think about the uh, war mode stuff? Like, are you going to level up in war mode? You guys? Know uh, no. <laughs> I have no. Like, I don't even PvP. Why would I do that? Well, it's a fifteen percent uh, XP bonus, right? So. Oh my no! I know, but. I, I might try. You can't hurt your pride, right? <laughs> if it's miserable, you can always turn it off. But it's, you know, might be worth trying. Being Jaeger in chat saying no to war mode. <clears throat> it's only really beneficial if you don't have to rub back to your corpse every ten minutes. Yeah. See, I was just thinking for those, like for the very opening of the expansion, like both factions start on different continents, and you have the option to go to the other continent. I think at one twelve. There's like a quest to start going over there and establishing footholds and stuff. But for the most part, I think you fully level up on your continent before you start doing most of the stuff on the other one. So for the first day or two, you might not even have many people going after you. First day or two, you're going to be 120 before a day, right? Hey, dude, what are you talking about? You got to stay up 24 hours until you get to 120. (laughs) That's right. Jeez. Like, who does this leveling for a week? Who does that? Normal people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people that sleep, eat. <clears throat> and so you're saying that some any of us on this uh, chat is normal? I don't think so. I know all of you. I'll have to go back and look. I don't know when I hit 110. I mean, I didn't. I I didn't go super fast, but I didn't go slow either, right? You know, just you know, played every minute i could it felt like oh i kind of forgot i needed to save up some vacation time for this (laughs) i basically made sure that i was raid ready when the raid came out so well so that 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 reminds me yeah that that i do too we had uh we had legendaries back then so it was it was difficult right because you know people with legendaries or the good legendaries um had to step up uh when the raids came out right yeah, and that yeah. was uh, before they fixed some of the bad legendaries. Mm-hmm. I We had several people in guild who ended up raiding on an alt that they had just uh, logged on to for fun and had gotten a good legendary, so they made that their main because they couldn't play their main without a good legendary. <laughs> Jeez. Well, thankfully, yeah, that's, that's going away, right? That's how, that's how it was for us hunters, man. It's depressing. That's why all of my alts are also hunters. 
Yeah, you know these high-end guilds that they're trying to solve the whole split runs thing for. You know, you know what those people are going to do now. If they play a hunter, they're going to roll four hunters, and then before Mythic, whoever has the best gear, <laughs> that's who they're going to play because of the whole personal loot thing. Like whoever gets the luckiest will be their main. <laughs> Yep, that's true. Yeah, you were right about the leveling there. I just checked my level one ten, and it was, it was one day after launch. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, you right? So I just say, hey, fifteen percent boost. Really, you're only talking about having to worry about this for what, one day, two most. <laughs> yeah, but maybe that means I can go to bed at three a.m. instead of five a.m. I don't know if it's worth it. I can't imagine you save time. I thought the point of the XP increase was because you're wasting time PvPing. Yeah, but what I was trying to say is at the beginning, I don't even know if there'll be any PvPing going on because there won't even be opposite faction there for a while. Yeah. Yeah, so the first day, that might work. Yeah, and that first you know, day, that first week, everyone's just focused on everything that's new and, and just really leveling up their characters, right? And then getting ready to Start running the dungeons, getting your gear, starting getting ready to hit the raids the day they open their doors. So it's a lot more going on than just, you know, beating up people in PvP. But I think it might be worth trying out for World Quest too. Like you get 10% more rewards and everything, but it just seemed kind of neat that when the PvP is going on, if, if there's a player who's killed 10 people without dying, they get like a bounty put on them. And they get show up on the mini map and everything, and you get extra rewards for killing them. Just, yeah, I like, like wow. the system. That's fun. I don't think I. Yeah, I didn't read about that much of it. Oh wow. Yeah, I'll so, be that one that everybody's farming though. Like I really suck at PvP. <laughs> I'll be yeah, the one that's saying, okay, that dot on the mini map. That's where I'm staying away. I'm going to go in the complete opposite direction of that guy. <laughs> Remember, we're hunters. We can do some pretty annoying stuff to people in PvP, like. I mean, we all got camouflage now and feign death and traps. We can just kind of like lurk in there, lurk at the world quest spot and wait for people to show up and do our damage. Yeah, and our pets can intimidate now, right? Just uh, every all yep. pets. So yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, that was always the most. Uh, what I've heard from other people, the most annoying ability that hunters have is intimidate. It's huge. as survival. Is this whole uh, expansion like the lack of stun as a uh, melee is rough? So that's the most fun part about playing on the beta right now is having a stun <laughs> and mixed mixed uh, misdirection. Yeah, I can see, especially if you're playing with your friends, like if you level with some guildies. Or uh, do world quests with guildies. Maybe that will give you more incentive to group up, kill people together. Do you get XP from uh, farming people's bodies? <laughs> I'm not sure. I guess PvP does give you XP, right? So you could technically uh, level up through PvP. And there's another benefit to doing one more too is that you get when you're in the world your your pvp talents are always on even if you're just doing pve oh that's kind of cool 
I didn't realize so, that. Yeah. I mean, that's some of those talents are pretty powerful. So that's kind of neat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, my first server, well, I just moved to a PVE server from uh, about a year ago, no, two years ago. So uh, I'm very used to that PVP environment. So, you know, I'm definitely going to try it out for a little, little while, uh, see how that goes. Probably switch off war mode the moment I get, uh, you know, griefed for a little while longer than I'm I'm willing to handle. But that that means that my characters that are left on that PVP server, uh, I'll be able to play, you know, in in two months, and uh, and play without worrying about people just like coming in from the skies and you know, and just uh, giving them a bad time. But anyway, it's uh it's about ten minutes after ten now, so. <laughs> Yeah, we're a little bit over an hour here, so why don't why don't we go ahead and call it and say on that note, you have been listening to episode two hundred and seventy of the Hunting Party Podcast. I'm Dark Brew from thebrewhall.com and the Brew Hall on Twitter. And I'm Delirium from ThrillOfTheWild.com and at Delirium Hunts on Twitter. I'm Bendek from Eyes of the Beast and Bendek Wow on Twitter. And I'm Foxy from WHU and Miss Mo Logan on Twitter. All right, you can check us out on iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher, or at our RSS feed to your reader. Of course, all these links are available in the show notes. If you have a question or a topic you would like us to discuss on the show, email us at huntingpartypodcast at gmail.com or send us a tweet at huntingpartypod. All right, stay thirsty, my friends, and remember to drink your dark brew lager. Keep your eyes on the beast. This time, 2018. Life stealer. That's just the cost of being an awesome sauce. I'm a dues payer, a boss slayer. I rock out with my life. Ghost.